it causes me to tremble. To tremble. Loving Father, we thank you for having been so wonderfully good to us. You spared our lives to this day to be reminded, to be reminded of the substitutionary death that you made possible. Heavenly Father, we want to thank you. Thank you for saving our souls and for giving us the hope of a glorious tomorrow. Thank you, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Our scripture text, one that I believe is well known. It's right there, as we can see it, in Isaiah, the 52nd chapter, and there at verse 13, it says, Behold, behold. Now, whenever we see the word behold, it means to take note or look and be satisfied by what you see or acknowledge that which is before you. Behold, behold. Now, when we see this word behold in context, in this passage of scripture, it carries great significance, and I mean redemptive significance. In that, the verse says, Behold, my servant shall deal prudently. Prudently. My servant. Now the blessed Lord is speaking as, 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 as the one who has the servant serving him. And I want you to see here now that when this plan of redemption, just stretch your creative imagination because that's what I did. Into thinking of the plans that, that were laid out. And I'm thinking uh, that God and Christ got together. Uh, and they decided that when Jesus should come to earth. Jesus should come to earth. What office he should approve. You know whether he should come uh, as a captain of the army. Or whether he should come as a conquering king, or a rich Pharisee, or or whether he should come as a servant. And of all the choices, just think of it, just, just think of it, of all the possibilities, of all the choices, Jesus, come on now, he chose the role of a servant. Oh, look at that. Of a servant. And here, the blessed Lord is saying that he's going to, he's going to come on. My servant shall deal prudently. In other words, that mission, that plan that he is going to be engaged in, It's going to be prosperous. It's going to be successful. 
because he is going to deal prudently. Prudently. I want us to understand here that this plan of redemption, including all of us, is a great plan, a plan that should never be ignored. Never be ignored because there is no second time around. It's just this one time. And if we didn't make it, we would never make it again. One time. Just serious issue. This is a great plan, a plan of redemption. But it is all encircling. Isn't that wonderful? The world. God so loved the world. All encircling. Come on. Every single person is considered important in this plan of redemption. Every single person, whether you be tall or short, rich or poor, dark, light complexion, white, whatever, every single person is included in this plan of redemption. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Some folks might say, well, that's the, my insignificant other. Or my significant other. Both are included in this plan of redemption. Amen. Come on now. Amen. And so I can rejoice. Yes. Because I'm in it. Amen. I'm included. Blessed Lord has made a plan and, and he has carried it out and he's still doing more to it yes. to see that I make it into the kingdom. Amen. Isn't that wonderful? Yes. And so my servant shall deal prudently. He's going to get about this plan of redemption perfectly, appropriately. Making it possible for you and me to make it into the kingdom. Isn't that wonderful? Amen. And so we're seeing it here. The apostle Paul, he came on in and, 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 and he threw a lot of light on, on, on this matter of being a servant. Philippians 2, and, 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 and Sister Libel just, she loves this, this verse so much. 5, going on down to 8, and, and there we see something special. Philippians chapter 2, and verse 5. He said, let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. I want you to, to, to look at it. Who being in the form of God, Amen. thought it not robbery to be equal with God. Amen. Are you seeing that? But made himself of no repetition. Come to think of it. And took unto him the form of a servant. Amen. Come on now, folks. The form of a servant and was made in the likeness of men. Just think of it. 
And so the Lord here up front has said, my servant. And he said it through the Messianic prophet Isaiah. My servant shall deal prudently. Servant. And here is the apostle saying that he took on to himself. Took on the form of a servant. And was made in the likeness of men. This matter of redemption is no myth. It's a reality. It's a reality. It is something to be, to be grasped intellectually. And, and when, we, when we lean on, it means so much to us. Because we walk around with the hope of a glorious tomorrow. And that kind of face that does not make people smile would not be around. Not be around. Because the hope that is within you, as Colossians 1 and verse 27 puts it, that Christ in you is the hope of glory. And so when the hope of glory is on the inside, Come on, it is seen also on the outside. For well, as a man thinks in his heart, so is he. Amen. Come on now. Now, no, the so is he means that's what you see. So is he, that's what you see. Amen. And I'm saying here that, oh, blessed Lord, what he has gone through causes me to tremble. Amen. And the hymn writer puts it in that nice way. All of us, I believe, who contemplate the passion of our blessed Lord, all of us at some time during the period of our existence, when we take this matter seriously, it causes us to tremble, Amen. to tremble, tremble. Amen. Brethren, just consider, consider. And the, as we look into this great plan of redemption, we see something special coming up. And I want you to just listen here because I, I heard the prayer a little earlier. And one of the things mentioned in there is that our brother or dear elder, he is asking the blessed Lord to take away from us anything that is unlike him. But I want us also to understand that the remission of sin is promised only to those who repent. So he's encouraging, encouraging us to repent if something is wrong. So don't treat that prayer lightly. Because this plan of redemption is a serious plan. And the Lord does not want a single person to miss out on it. Not a single person. So long suffering. Come on now. As we read in 2 Peter 3 and verse. Nine, he's not slack concerning his promise. 
as some count slackness. Oh no. But he is long suffering to usward. Not willing that any should perish. But that all should come to repentance. Amen. I'm telling you when you study closely into this, this, this crucifixion. When we understand what happened to the blessed Lord. It must cause us to tremble. I want you to see here now some of the things that happened. Oh, blessed Lord, as the scripture says, his visage was so marred, as the text goes on. We're talking about Isaiah 52, 13, and we come down to 14. And, and, and it says there, his visage was so marred more than any man and his form more than the sons of men. In other words, the conflict that he had, the conflict that he had in the wilderness with Satan did something to him. The conflict that the devil brought again on him in Gethsemane did something to him. The conflict and the scourging that he had in Pilate's judgment hall yes. did something to him. As a matter of fact, coming out of Pilate's judgment hall, even his friends, even his mother couldn't recognize him because he was lacerated and pulverized, was swelling all over. Because they had scourged him. I want you to understand here that our blessed Lord went through what the sinner should receive. Yeah. A substitutionary death. Amen. We should be thanking him every day. Yeah. Every day for what he has done. What a God. Yeah. What a God. And then to know that he made human beings and, and they come and spit on him. Yeah. Oh. Ignominious. Shameful. Shameful. I know that elder, elders, that there are people who, even little ones, that that would go and make a, a man out of clay or practicing, make a little goat or so out of clay and, and put it there and see how it looks. And, and if, the, if that goat, that little child, looking at that goat, and if it, if it, if it tends to look as if it's, it's not too happy, the, that little child can do, and just knock it away. Yeah. And it falls to the ground. Disgusted because it, it doesn't look so good. But here we're having our blessed Lord. Made man. And, 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 and has given, made so many provisions for mankind. And then the man turned around and spit on him. Amen. 
more than that, slapped him in the face. Slapped him in the face. And then made mockery of him. Come on down. You say, you say that you are the son of God. Come on down. Or save us and save yourself. Come on down. Mockery. More than that. You say you're a king. And so they plot a crown of thorns. A crown made of thorns. And, and jabbed it down on his head. Folks, can you imagine the little rills? The rills now, blood flowing, coming down. I said, when we think of what the blessed Lord has gone through, it causes us to tremble. Amen. To tremble. I, while I was looking over the message, I got a call. And the caller said, you know, Pastor, I remember very well while you were on the island, Dominica, you preached a sermon about the passion of our blessed Lord. And, and, and it, it, it did something to me. Now, I'm, I'm talking about 1970, Some of you were never even thought of. And, um, and, and that's a long time, and come to think of it. Just last night, the person spoke with me about it. What it did. The message was already prepared and coming this way. But I'd put, you know, some more, some different things in, in, in the other one. But I want you to understand here that this is a great concern. Amen. What the blessed Lord has gone through it, it, is no simple matter. It's crucial. It's important. It's a life and death situation. Because, as I said before, there is no second time around. No second time around. And the Lord wants us to be qualified for eternity. Amen. He wants us to be qualified. I mean, if, if you're looking at me, and because there's some human elements that are overshadowing and, and you're thinking that, well, I, I don't so, he should have been a little shorter. I might have listened to him if, if he were shorter. I want you to forget that and think of the plan of redemption. Amen. Think of what the blessed Lord has done for you as an individual. And say, by his grace. By his grace. And the folks around here can't forget because we are at saving grace. Amen. Hollywood. And we have just listened to abundant grace. Do it. Isn't that something? And so the grace of God 
the apostle says, when he was writing to Titus, he said, the grace of God which bringeth salvation, Titus 2 and verse 11, hath appeared unto all men, teaching us that denying ungodliness and worldly lust, that we should live soberly, yes. righteously, and godly in this present world. Looking for the blessed hope yeah. and for the glorious appearing of the great God and our Savior, Jesus Christ, who gave himself for us Amen. that he might redeem us from all iniquity yeah. and purify unto himself a peculiar people, zealous of good work. Yeah. Come on now, folks. Yeah. A purifying process. The purifying process. That's what's going on. Amen. And then you have people in the church 20, 40 years and have not experienced that purification. Amen. I'm talking about the Seventh-day Adventist Church at large. I'm not talking about the saving grace. I'm saying that folks, the more the more you serve him, the sweeter it grows. Amen. 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 In other words, day by day by day, there's an improvement. Yes. An improvement. Yes. yes, they may have called you a devil some six years ago. But not now. Not now. It's like the fellow who had ST on his forehead, as I told you. And, and, he, and the folk asked, what does that mean? Well, it was there meaning a sheep thief. Because he used to steal sheep. And so they put ST in his forehead. But when he turned around, when he turned around and they asked him, what? does that mean? He said, saint. Amen. He's now a saint. Amen. Something has happened to him Amen. since he gave his life to Jesus. Amen. Isn't that something? Yeah. This plan of redemption is for real. Yeah. And he that cometh unto me, I will no wise cast out. Amen. Isn't that wonderful? Now I want you to consider something as I close off. It says his visage was so marred more than any man, and his form more than the sons of men. And that causes us to tremble. In real life, we deal with three levels of awareness. And I'm closing on this. In real life, we deal with three levels of, of awareness. I have five fingers here, but I only, need, I only need three. One, two, three. Three levels. We have one level as the high level, and we have the middle level and the low level. Now, at the high level, they claim that, that this could be like a person who is learning to drive. 
So what it does? It calls for maximum attention. Come on now. At high level, high level awareness, it calls for maximum attention. Middle level, well, you don't have to be so attentive. It's like um, walking and, and talking on the telephone. Uh, walking, but you're not studying walking, and so you're just talking, walking and talking. And then the low level, you're, you're sleeping. Sleeping, you hardly know what's going on around you. If somebody makes a sound, then you might jump. But um, that's the low level. But this plan of redemption calls for high level. Listen to me, folks. Maximum attention. Maximum attention. Because if something can cause you to tremble, then it calls for maximum attention. And I want you to know, I want you to know, every single person who has come to know the blessed Lord should be serious about it. In other words, that person is supposed to see an urgency for purity. Are you listening to me? An urgency for purity. Because the Bible is true. And it's truth. It is truth that utters these words. Jesus himself. He said, blessed are the pure in heart. For they shall see God. Come on now, folks. So, among the people who appreciate what God has done through Jesus Christ on Calvary should be those who have maximum attention being paid to this plan of redemption. Maximum attention. And you're moving towards, you you just have an urgency, a daily urgency for purity. Purity. Outside of that, out of context out of context still in pretext still in pretext out of context the Lord wants his people to be sober that's what the apostle says because the plan of redemption that that, that engulfs the whole world as we know it it says that The Lord is asking us to be sober, righteous, now, because as a man lives, so he dies. So he dies.